I am just leaving a 6 a.m. training session with the trainee, and I got beat. I got beat. I think it's two games to one, maybe two games to two. Either way, I got beat, and I am conflicted. I am happy on one hand because my trainee, he won. My man's gotten better. He's gotten stronger. He's gotten more confident. He's gotten more skilled, and it's I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's earned that because I used to punish my man. <laughs> but now I got beat by a trainee. So what does this mean, right? It means he's gotten better, but I'm making it mean something else, and I don't like it. So I have to go to the drawing board myself and get better on the court and off the court with this business stuff. And I'm trying to find the equivalent of the weight room. What does the weight room provides great benefit? I mean, his confidence has skyrocketed. He's gotten stronger. He's gotten better. He can't get bumped off of his drives as easily as he used to be bumped off his drives. What is the equivalent for us in the basketball training business? How do we keep lifting weights and adding uh, muscle mass and size and power to our basketball training business? And I have a couple of thoughts on that, but not a concrete defined thought that I think stands out and is more impactful than the others so that's something to think about something to ponder hope you guys have the answer if you do let me know Uh, but one thing I wanted to talk about today is something that came up Monday on a call that we had with some trainers who are on the playbook the playbook long story short is the software for basketball trainers it's the website platform that helps you with your marketing helps you with your systems helps you do all those things that you wish if you've ever said i wish there was one system to do all this stuff send out emails get leads schedule appointments do funnels all that stuff if you were hoping if you ever thought that this is what the playbook is the playbook is great for you would be great for you so we were having this call with some trainers on the playbook and the question came up, what do you do if you have unequal skill level in your group sessions? Now, we usually don't talk about that kind of strategy as much. We, I usually focus on the business side of things, but I think it is very important to talk about that. And this particular trainer has ads. He's running ads to get trainees or prospects inside of his training session. So these are new people that have never heard of him before who are able to get a free session or free evaluation or whatever you want to call it. And it's great to have leads and to have a opportunity to serve other people. At the same time, that can cause problems because they may not have the same skill level as others who have been with you for weeks, months, years. So what do you do? What do you do, especially for those prospects who are new, who are first timers, who you want to provide a great experience for, but you also have to take care of the trainees your students that you already have and not mess it up with them i think free sessions are worth it if you go to the previous episode you will hear why i think it's worth it but here are a few options if you have unequal skill level in your training sessions and what you can do about it the first thing that comes to mind is just train with them train with the unequal skill level the challenge is again it could potentially limit your session limit the group training drills that you do it could change your entire game plan because one trainee may not be as competent as the others he or she may be holding the lines up while others are waiting for them they may need to do only one rep and not two reps and try to cover up their mistakes they may need to stand beside you and there's so many things that you could do they may need to stand beside you and watch as everybody else does their reps 
which you want them to get their reps in. Maybe they do shadow reps. And these are concepts that I've learned and heard inside of the Basketball Trainer Masterminds, a free free group on Facebook with a thousand plus trainers that talk about these things. That's one option. Train with that person and make the adjustments, make the audibles that are necessary to provide a really good experience for your current trainees who are actively training with you and the new ones that are coming through this prospecting channel. The second thing that you could do is uh, have a completely separate training session solely for those who are doing the free evaluations or the free training sessions. So if you have any availability outside of the normal times, which can be challenging at times because if you're renting court time, then you know it's a risk to rent another hour of court time and potentially risk someone or no one coming. I think it's worth it depending on the cost of the gym rental. But you can you can do that. You can rent that extra time and you can dedicate dedicate that time solely for the free training sessions or the free evaluations. Uh, Ryan Rizuki mentioned that in the group on the Facebook group. And I thought it was a really good idea, especially if you guys have your own space, if you rent your own space, if you lease your own space and you control the hours, this is a great idea that you could implement to one, get a lot of leads in a lot of people who may need your services in at one time and convert them on a higher, higher conversion, higher percentage than if you only had one, maybe two coming in to your training sessions at a time. So I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big proponent of that, having a completely separate time that could work for you guys to train those trainees. Uh, another thing that you can do, Mark Kennebrew mentioned this, you could ascend your more talented and longer current active members, you can ascend them or move them to a more individual, private, personal, whatever you call it, training session. So you move those people who are more competent, who have been with you longer to a more uh, secluded, segmented, private, intimate, uh, lower quantity training session than the others who are coming in. That's another option if you have the capacity for that, if you have the relationship to ask your current trainers or current members, if that is something they would be interested in, or if it was, if it would be really beneficial for them, then I would suggest doing that too. Uh, everybody wins there. They get a more intimate training service. You get to get them on a higher dollar package and they're happy. You're happy, especially if they can afford that too. If they can't, then maybe you get creative there. Another option is to segment your training sessions into skill levels instead of grade levels. So instead of fourth through eighth or instead of third grade, fourth grade, elementary, middle, high school, you segment them into intermediate, uh, beginner or advanced or rookie, hall of fame or whatever segmentations or level differentiation you want to have. You can segment them in that way. Uh, and another Another thing you can do, and this one may not be as much of a option of an option. It may be something that you just do in general, but be upfront with the parents, the ones, all of them, about the ones who are new and the ones who are current, about the speed of the training and the nature of the different skill levels in each training session. If you're upfront about that, then there's less there's less ability for surprise there. They understand that some are new, some have been here for a while, so there is going to be 
a disparity. So those are a few options. Try those out if you have skill level, different skill levels in your basketball training sessions. Hopefully that helps you, and I will catch you guys on the next one. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode, and I will catch you on the next one.